Welcome to the Truth Be Told podcast with Chad and Jade Spencer. In this world, there are an unlimited amount of voices fighting for your attention. Facts are important, but truth is key. This podcast is all about taking real life situations and looking at them through the lens of God's word. Victory can be your story. Hey, what's up, podcast fam? Happy Friday. We're excited for another episode, another week, getting to connect with you guys, talk about life with y'all. Yep. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Yeah, it's going to be an awesome one. I'm stoked for today's topic. But before we dig into this topic, we want to ask you to do us a big favor. If you like the podcast and you're enjoying the content and you want to help us reach more people, get bigger impact, it would mean the world to us if you would share the podcast with friends, share it on social media. Leave us a review. Yeah, leave us a review on whatever platform you listen to. Yep. It would mean the absolute world to us. For sure. So thanks in advance. Yes. And now we're going to dig right in to our topic. Yep. And you would have seen it um, when you clicked on this podcast. But the question we're asking today is why do bad things happen? And maybe we need to make it a little bit more specific of if God is so good, Mm -hmm. why do bad things happen? Probably the most asked question that I get. If I'm a Christian... Why do bad things happen? Why do bad things happen to good people? You can ask this question Mm -hmm. in a a million different ways. And, you know, we have a lot of people asking that even right now. Yeah. We're in the middle of a pandemic and we're sitting here and people may say, well, if God is real, how could bad things like this happen? So, I mean, we're going to dig in. We're going to show you some theology because I believe that, you know, dumb statements like, well, God works in mysterious ways or other thoughts that kind of excuse all rational theology and, well, God is sovereign and his ways are higher than our ways. Things like that, I believe, give people a dissatisfied response. And people are looking for truth. They're looking for what the Bible says. And I think that as you listen to this podcast, and even if you've talked to somebody, this is a perfect podcast to send to a friend or a family member that's even said this statement to you. Because you know what I want us to remember? Sometimes it can get incredibly easy as a Christian to get annoyed when people ask this question. Or, you know, when we see, you know, you'll see like a post on Facebook or on like the news or whatever, and you go look at the comment section and all of a sudden people are saying, well, if God's so good, then why is this happening? And you feel frustrated Mm -hmm. and you feel like defensive almost. But we need to remember that most times when people ask this question, they're not actually looking for this perfect, academically correct answer Mm -hmm. they're actually desperately whether they realize it or not seeking jesus right they're seeking an answer to the question that they have that's not necessarily you know why is this bad thing happening Mm -hmm. that's just kind of the question that they ask in the midst of a tragedy or when something's going on but really the heart behind it is people are seeking jesus and so you know when i started to realize that i started to have a little more compassion I think on people asking this, but I think it's a valid question. Yeah, it is. It is a valid question. And you know what's crazy? When I've researched this question, this is a big hindrance to why people struggle to have a relationship mm-hmm. with God because they can't get past this question. Absolutely. So obviously, That's, yeah. Just in true fashion of this podcast, we're going to go ahead and tackle it. Yeah, let's dig right in. Why not? So evil and suffering 
are not from God. Point blank. You may say, what? I was taught this and that. And if God created the heavens and the earth, hasn't God had to create evil or something along those lines? But let me give you this this perfect statement about God. Evil and suffering is not from God. And we can show you right here. In Genesis 1.31, it says this, And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning the sixth day. The Bible here tells us that evil does not come from God, nor can we blame God for all the evil in the world. Evil instead comes from Satan. And it entered this world when Satan deceived Adam and Eve and caused them to turn and sin against God. Both evil and Satan are real, and the two go hand in hand. And if you you could even trace it back up into heaven when Lucifer sinned against God there. But the problem is he brought it down to earth. He brought it down to mankind, and he tricked man to follow the same choices that he had made. So what happened, right? Because I, I mean, you got to figure it out, right? So right. what I happened? Mean, people, I, they always come to me and say, "Well, you know, again, if God is so good, then how could bad things happen?" This right here is part of the answer. Adam and Eve sinned. They did it, whether we like it or not. They did it. They they done did it. <laughs> they, <laughs> they did that thing, and they sinned against God. They committed treason which in many nations and countries is punishable by death. But God didn't kill Adam and Eve. Now, did they start dying spiritually? Absolutely. Was sin entering into the world? Did sickness enter into the world? Absolutely from that one decision. But what's interesting is God gave man dominion. You can see that in Genesis 1, 26 through 28. He gave him dominion and authority over all the earth. To subdue it, to take care of it, to multiply multiply it. We were stewards over that. And he gave us all the authority over the earth. But when mankind sinned, we traded that authority, that dominion, that, you know, stewardship over to Satan. We handed the keys over, basically. Yeah, you gave him the keys to the kingdom that was intended to be ours, actually. And he became the God, lowercase g, of this world. But, you know, so we can see that evil was ushered in, right? Mm -hmm. But in order for Adam and Eve to sin, they had something Mm -hmm. that to this day we talk about as a blessing and... It's the best, worst thing God ever gave us. The best, worst thing God ever gave, and that is free will. Because if they were able to reject God and they were able to do this, it means that they had the option to do it. So they had free will. Why free will? Why would God ruin this mm-hmm. perfectly good picture we got going on for those of you that are will. not south african she didn't say ruin she said ruin <laughs> i just i i know there's a lot of americans that would have been lost at that statement so i'm sorry continue babe no i was i, I was asking you a question oh, sorry. you were so confused by my ruin yeah ruin although i can't say you were confused because you just translated for yeah, the people i helped the people you're my my translator yeah my interpreter. But do you remember what you asked me? Because I, I did. Okay. Why free will? Why free? Well, it's so cool because God is a relational God and love is a choice. 
Ooh, now, just good. like love is a choice, love, that could go in a whole different hashtag direction. Love is a choice. That could go in a whole different <laughs> okay. direction if you're married. <laughs> now, just like we can <laughs> choose God, we can also choose bad. And how do we know that free will existed and exists? Well, think about this: if God created Adam and Eve, and He created this perfect setting, which He did. But there was no option to reject God or sin against God or, you know, um, choose to make their own decisions. It's terrible. Then he would have just made everything perfect. It's like a bunch of puppets. Yeah. And I mean, that's not real that's not love. relationship. But you know what's so interesting is God said, listen, you can do all of these things. Have dominion, subdue the earth, multiply, you know, steward this planet that I'm giving you. But he said, I have one thing that you can't do. There's a tree, it's the knowledge of good and evil, and no, friends, it's not an apple, it says fruit, Um, and on this tree is fruit that you cannot partake from, and that made free will available, because if that tree wasn't an option, there would have been no option to sin, there would have been no option to reject God, there would have been no real option for love or relationship, because it would have been forced. It would have been absolutely required by them to serve God, and there's no option to do otherwise. It suffocating just even thinking about it. Can you imagine being married to somebody that just did whatever you said? You'd actually probably love that. <laughs> and all the men said, amen. No, kidding. <laughs> you would actually probably love it if I had no option but to do everything that you said. Skirt. Anyway. Skirt. We'll, be, we'll, we'll return. You tell them, baby girl. <laughs> I can't stand you. (laughs) All right. So listen to this, though. Because of that free will, it's continued. So mankind sinned. Sin became part of human nature. Well, because we now had the option to choose good. But just as easily as we could choose good, we could choose something bad or we could choose evil. Absolutely. And, And the proof is this. You know, it, it sounds dark and it, it, it is actually dark, but I could take my hands and I could offer somebody that's um, hungry food. With those hands. With that hand. Yeah. Or I could take out a gun and commit murder. With those same hands. With the same. It, it's, it's a the, choice. It is a free will choice. What you're going to do. Of what I'm going to do. Yep. In my life. And we will live with the fruit of that, but the world has suffered because of it. Yes. Because human nature was depraved is the good theological term. And because we fell and because we took on the nature of Satan and made him the lowercase g, God of this world, he began to have influence and he took what was actually intended for mankind and took it for himself. I mean, now look at, look at if you're a parent and you're listening to this, you know this better than most. Nobody has taught your children to sin, <laughs> yep. but they it's in them. They just know to mm-hmm. do it. And obviously now as parents, you know, our job is to train that out of them. But I, I look at my nine month old, nobody taught her to be rebellious, yeah. but we have this little bit of like rebellion rising up on the inside of her, which just proves that we have been born into mm-hmm. this world now as she gets older and as she is educated on god and the things of god she's going to have the choice to right. make right and mm-hmm. that's going to be free will that well it's not going to be free will until she's 18 years old let me tell you something yeah, yeah. Until so she's 18 no choice you don't have a choice <laughs> so you may be saying all right well this still doesn't answer the question yeah. why do bad things happen if god is so good but it, but actually, it actually does. does. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Pinch, poke, 
You want me a coke? coke? There we go. Is that what you used to say at school? No, That's I was so not cute. that. No. That's so sweet. I could see you sitting with your little friend saying that. Little friend. You and oh your, your bowl haircut. Here we go. Mother Teresa <laughs> telling me what I did during school. Sitting yeah. there with your bowl cut. Um, Don't hate. Probably basketball Just, shorts that went to your ankles. Every cool kid and, and got, all right, people that ra- were raised in the early 90s, <laughs> every cool kid had a bowl cut. Period. <laughs> if just, you didn't have a bowl cut, you didn't live. It's fine. I had glasses and braces at the same time. <laughs> so I'm really not one oh, to dear. talk. All right. So here we go. So that question, though, it's actually answered in this teaching. We now live in a follow, fallen world with a wicked God, lowercase Low g, g, right? Satan. Yeah. Bad things, therefore, are inevitable. They're going to happen. Also, it's, it's the atmosphere. It's the surrounding. Yeah. It's it's. Who the world is submitted under, under and at this under, <laughs> under in this point. Also, not all bad things are from Satan. Ooh, this is going to be a good one. I think we need to talk about that. A little Sometimes bit. we have caused bad things in our own lives. So we have people who are going through things, who are going through bad things, who stuff's happening, and they're saying, you know, if God is so good, why are these bad things happening? Mm-hmm. Okay, A, we live in a fallen world, we live in a sinful world, bad things happen. It's inevitable, it's the surrounding, it's the atmosphere. Yep. But what about the things that we've brought on ourselves? Whoa, don't tell me that the decisions I make have a direct response and determine my life. It's wild. Don't tell me that. That's not my, I don't want to be responsible. My goodness. I know. Right? She's just staring at me I am. I'm staring at you because I'm like, where do you want me to go with that? You want me to tell you again? Yeah. Say it again. No. All right, I'll leave that for your mom. Wow. (laughs) What the heck? Did you just make a mom joke? Oh, dear. Somebody pray for her. I'm making up for last week's episode that had everybody talking, and I can't stand it. This is me making up for my pride. All right. So here we go. Sometimes the decisions you make... Cause bad things to happen in your life. We've got to take accountability for that decision. Why is that? Well, because you have a response and have an action. Yep. And for that action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Yep. Everything has a consequence. Absolutely. And sometimes we make bad decisions. I always joke with our congregation and I say, you know, there's that voice inside of your spirit or inside of your your inner man that says, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And you have that feeling and you have that knowing. And sometimes we still do it. And that causes a consequence. Ultimately, what it looks like is, say there's a giant rainstorm. And when it's raining and you're in covenant and under the covering of God, you're protected by that umbrella. That's right. But when we hear that, don't do that, and we step outside of his covering, or we sin and we position ourselves as the God of our own lives, we have to provide the protection. And it leaves us susceptible to... To this evil fallen world where Satan is the God of it. That's right. And he can do what he pleases. And he's caused wicked people to do wicked things. And we ultimately will have to receive whatever comes our way. God is getting blame for mm-hmm. stuff that he, he gets has blamed all the he time. He gets blame for anything and everything. He's a scapegoat that yeah. I think we treat like this this just this easy yeah. scapegoat. Yeah. When bad things him. happen, oh well I guess well, God I guess just had God. a bigger plan. Oh my or God even. needed another angel or a flower that. in heaven or you know, just bad theology. Or even the theology of 
God's teaching me a lesson right. through this. Right. Which I do want to say, and I know we're going to get to this a little bit later, but God will take these bad things. Right. So these bad things that we experience... You know, it's funny. We're not exempt from bad things happening around us Mm -hmm. because of the world that we live in. Mm -hmm. But God can take those bad things and turn them for good. It's in in Romans. And we're going to go ahead a little bit later. I don't want to, I know I'm like jumping ahead, but I get excited because I think we need to remind ourselves of the fact that we don't serve a God that's caught, you know, unaware or Mm -hmm. sitting there like, oh no, what what am I going to do? God's not nervous. You know what I mean? God's not a nervous God. You know, he's not sitting there sweating like... He's not sitting there like, oh man, I don't know if I'm strong enough to take care of this or I don't know if I'm strong enough to overcome that. No, God's sitting there. He's omnipotent. He has all power and all ability, but he has bound himself to fall in the confines of his word, of his promises. So if you're sitting there and you're going through a dire situation and you feel like everything's falling apart and you may have even asked that question, why do bad things happen? Why am I going through this? Why? What is the reason that this is happening for my life? Well, first we have to ask ourselves, have we made a decision to put ourselves in that position? Yeah. And then number two, well, what does the Bible promise me? Right. Because if the Bible promises me that I can overcome whatever I'm facing, and I promise you, it's prob- it's going to be in the Word somewhere. There's going to be something that shows you how to overcome this. Then we just have to connect with God because, like I said, He's not worried about whether He can do it or not. He's confined by His Word, and if we apply His Word and live His Word and exercise and activate it, then that is when things start to shift. You know what I think a good example is going to be, and then I'm going to have you read that scripture because mm-hmm. I know it's going to time perfect. Let's look at right now, okay? The world that we're living in. And if you're listening to this like a year down the down the road, you're going to remember this time of COVID-19, okay? We're in 2020, COVID-19 is happening. It's a bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's a virus. We know it's virus, it's sickness, it's from the pit of hell. So, But this bad thing has had a ripple effect all around the world. Right. So even though it's not affecting me directly, like, you know, it's I'm, I don't have it, right. it is around me so right. indirectly it's affecting me mm-hmm. what do i mean by that well i have to wear a mask now mm-hmm. when i leave my house when i go to the grocery store there's not always toilet paper mm-hmm. you know all of these like ripple effects of it however so there's a bad thing happening but that bad thing can't touch me right that bad thing right. is not within my home I'm in covenant it's with not God. in my dwelling yep. and my dwelling you know i was listening to carolyn today and she spoke about how your dwelling is wherever you go mm-hmm. so carolyn shuttlesworth for those who Um, don't know who I might be talking about my dwelling is wherever I go so even though this bad thing is happening I'm not asking where God is Mm -hmm. because I know where God is Mm -hmm. I'm in covenant with him and that bad thing even though it's happening doesn't have to affect my life doesn't have to touch my life um and that is literally how our walk in this world can go. Mm-hmm. Even though we're living in a yeah. fallen world, yeah. even though all this craziness is going on, it doesn't have right. to the touch The Bible says us. you're in this world, but not of it. Exactly. Do you want to go ahead and read that scripture? All right. So here's this scripture. Romans 8, 28. God will take those bad things that may have happened and turn them for our good. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. Okay, so take that scripture. Mm-hmm. This bad thing is happening. COVID-19 has been happening. 
God has completely turned this thing for good. Mm-hmm. I look at, you know, this year. Okay, yes, it, this year, I can't wait for 2021 and to write off 2020 because it's just been a bizarre year. But I have seen God come through in our personal finances. Mm-hmm. I mean, this has been financially, this year has been our best yet, mm-hmm. right? Yep. I look at our church. Mm-hmm. The reach that we've had by doing online church mm-hmm. and social media has been further than ever. The salvations that mm-hmm. have come in because of COVID-19, like just in every area, mm-hmm. God has turned the bad yep. for good. Just like his word says that he will do. Absolutely. And so is there any good news in this? And the answer is yes. Emphatically, yes. But if you don't serve God, there's no promise for health. There's no promise for victory. You are susceptible to this world. And this isn't a fear tactic. It's just you are bound by the God of this world. There's only one God who's stronger and who's greater. And his name is, you know, the Father God, Son of God, you know, Holy Spirit. And through him, we have salvation. The word salvation literally means to protect or to divinely secure. It means all of these things that are going to come in and keep you from going through what other people have to go through. You've got things like divine exemption. You've got victory promised to you. I love this scripture. It's the foundation scripture for my life. First John 5, 4 says this, for every child of God defeats this evil world. What kind of world is it? It's evil. Wicked. And we achieve this victory through our faith. And who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. So can I tell you this? If you believe in Jesus and you apply his principles, you can overcome it through faith. Yeah. Your Amen. faith can overcome sickness. It can overcome disease. It can overcome wickedness. There is protection involved in it. Psalm 91, you do not have to fear the world that we live in because Jesus paid the price for you to walk in victory. And like I was saying, God's not walking around shocked by COVID. God's not walking around shocked by bad things that happen. He has placed us here as um, people that are restraining evil and wickedness until this end time rapture and return happen. And he has prepared us for such a time as this, because your life is important to the destiny and purpose of the kingdom of God. But if we live and we just say, well, I'm going to take whatever comes my way, you can still be saved and do that, but you will live a defeated lifestyle. And that's not God's plan for your life. So understand this, The Bible also tells us that someday all evil will be banished. The vast spiritual conflict between Satan and God has raged from the beginning of time and will be over. And God will be triumphant. Understand this. God and Satan are not like having an arm wrestling match where it's a struggle. No, Satan is already defeated. Satan is already going to be bound. The end has already been written. It is not a struggle, does not have to be a struggle. But if you believe, whatever you believe, you'll receive. If you believe you're going to have to make it just barely day by day, God will have to operate within the confines of your faith because he has bound himself by his word. So be radical, be confident, and speak faith in your life. But understand this. Someday, all evil will be cast into an everlasting fire 
prepared for the devil and his angels. Matthew 25, 41. But the Bible tells us that in the meantime, yep. God will give us the victory Amen. every single day day and this doesn't mean like i said that bad things are never going to happen but what it means is that even when they do god is with us and he will give us the strength to stand against them to be victorious Mm -hmm. and what looks bad can be used as a great what looks bad can be used as a great testimony you know for me personally Mm -hmm. almost three years ago i I can't actually believe it i was thinking about the date while you were talking almost three years ago um, and this is like the hardest thing for me is to give the condensed version of this. But, you know, here we go. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, I felt pain in my face. It was around Thanksgiving and I felt like incredible pain in my face. And it got worse and worse and worse as the days went by to the point that it was so unbearable. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. I was in such pain that all I could do was throw up. I'm sorry if you're eating while listening to this or if you have a weak stomach. But eventually, um, Chad and I, you know, we we couldn't figure it out. So he took me to the hospital. Um and so because we, we needed to know what was wrong so that we could direct our faith, mm-hmm. put our faith um, in the right way of to pray against this thing that was happening. And um, when we were at the doctor, they couldn't even figure it out. I mean, right. we had a couple people come into the room and they, they just could not figure it out. Eventually, the attending came in and he had figured out after, you know, a couple like tests and questions and all of that, that it was... Um, a nerve disorder that goes by the name of trigeminal neuralgia. And um, it is a nerve disorder of the face. Now, if you know anything about nerves, nerves can't get treated with just normal medication. Nerves are a very, very special case. Because of that, the pain was so severe. Um, And interestingly enough, I didn't know this until afterwards, but um, actually this nerve disorder years ago was actually called what was it called chad the suicide the suicide the the suicide i don't know the suicide something um because what it was was people would be in such pain and they couldn't there was nothing that would like um relieve the relieve the pain that they would actually commit suicide and i'm not gonna lie to you i mean there were moments where anything could have been better than the pain that i was feeling Well, when he told me that, I remember faith rising up on the inside of me. And I said, no, absolutely not. This is not my portion. I know what the word says. And so Chad and I went home and we prayed. And then after we prayed, I felt to go and be prayed by the elders of the church because we know that's what James, the book of James says. And so I went to the elders of the church. They prayed for me, anointed me with oil. um, And uh, what's funny is I know, I knew that my healing had taken place. I just hadn't seen it manifest. But 24 hours later, God had given me an absolute miracle and I woke up completely healed. No pain, nothing. And that is the crazy condensed version. But why I say all that is to say this. That was a bad thing that mm-hmm. happened to me. Yeah. It didn't happen it to evil. me. It didn't happen to me because I had sin in my life. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen to me because I deserved it. It didn't happen to me, you know, for any reason, rational reason. But you know what? God healed me. Mm-hmm. He set me free from it mm-hmm. because I believe it was an evil spirit that yep. came on me. 
And he set me free and he turned that bad thing that happened to me for good. The amount of people that I've been able to yeah, testify about testimony. this. I mean, I did a Facebook Live on it. Every year that Facebook Live gets reshared and I have people messaging me, telling me how they felt the anointing, how they, it gave them the, the faith to believe for God mm-hmm. to heal them. So three years later, there's still a ripple effect. Yeah, there's like over 6,000 views on the video. So tons God of comments. took a terrible... Yeah. bad thing and he turned it around for good right right and he'll do the same for you and i want to leave you with this thought is there oh he he just motioned that he has something to i have say. one more thing and i because i think this is crucial because yeah you may say well i'm living for jesus i'm doing everything right how could this bad thing happen to me and I need you to understand that Satan doesn't play by the rules. The rules. Nope. You know, if you have a boundary fence and you have things that, you know, are, are, are barriers in your life, it's not that he wants to play fair. He's going to find the holes in the fence. He's going to try to jump the fence. He he's going to try. Yeah, he's going to find you and try to get you at your weakest times. But we need to identify that it's not God bringing us through this, that it's the devil. Yeah. And I think my favorite example of this, in as we end off here, is when I was in Tampa, Florida, uh, we did a lot of ministry in some low-income project areas. And I saw something that I had never seen before. This uh, house, this door, had an um, uh, eviction notice on the front. But I walked around to the backside, and I saw that there was an extension cord going from one window around to the next window and I saw a TV on and I saw a fan on and I was talking to one of the people that rode my bus route and I said, well, what's going on here? And I said, they're evicted. They're not supposed to be there. And they're like, yeah, but they're going to stay there as long as they possibly can. And they got an extension cord from their neighbor and they're plugging in using their electricity. And the person looked at me, he's like, until the police come, and physically remove this person, they are not going to leave. Wow, that's a good example. And I think a lot of times that's the enemy in our life. And we're not, and if you're unsure if it's from God or from Satan, how can you ever be confident enough to go rip that person out of that house and kick them out where they don't belong? Mm -hmm. And so they will cross that boundary, demonic spirits, uh, attacks from the enemy. And it's your job as a believer who's in covenant with God to exercise your authority and kick them out and make sure that that boundary line is strong and that anytime they ever try to cross it, they are sent back to where they came from. Yeah. And you have that authority. That's so good. And even as, um, you know, we're speaking and, and as Chad was speaking, I felt, you know, maybe you're listening to this and you're mad at God mm-hmm. because you don't know why certain things have happened in your life. You've gone through tragedy and you don't understand it. And you have been asking the question of why have bad things been happening? Or maybe you're listening to this podcast and it's something that has hindered your relationship with the Lord. Maybe, you know, not, not necessarily anything's even maybe happened to you, but you have family members or you've watched people go through things or maybe you're listening to this and you've just had this question and because you've never been able to answer it you have felt unsettled I want to encourage you with this you know we might not have all the answers man you know we're 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 mere men and women you know we might not have all the answers but there is a God that loves you and that if you would just reach out to him, he will respond to you. He will talk to you. And even if, you know, you feel like maybe we didn't answer this question in the way that you would want it, 
What I want to say is this. Even when bad things happen, isn't it better though to face life's problems with God rather than without him? And I think leaving it on that note is a good (laughs) sailor thought, you know? Let's stop, let's think, let's ponder on that. So even when there's problems, I would rather go through them with God than without Him. Amen. Now, but now remember, we don't have to go through things. We can have victory and we can walk free in Jesus' name. So Father... I just thank you for every person listening to this podcast right now. God, I thank you that you would touch their hearts. Lord, I thank you that you are good, that you love us, and that God, if anything has happened, if anything has happened to us in our lives, Lord, I thank you right now for your word that says in Romans that you will turn that for our good. We believe that and we thank you for that. We praise you for that. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us on today's Truth Be Told podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode you just listened to. Remember, we have new content coming out every single Friday. If you know of someone who could benefit from this, we would love for you to share this on your social media, as well as go ahead and leave us a review. But for now, we can't wait to catch you next week.